And in local news, the Designery of North Raleigh is holding a grand opening event at noon on May 16th. Please stop by and join the party. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of the Designery. I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. Uh, We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. In today's conversation with climate change reporter Liz McLaughlin, We're talking about how eating more beans can make the world a better place. Yes, I said eating more beans. So Beans is How is a global push to double bean consumption by 2028. Why? Because they're affordable, they're nutritious, and it takes a fraction of the greenhouse gases to produce beans compared to other protein sources. Liz, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Here to make beans sexy. There you go. And, you know, maybe some moms are going to be telling their kids at the uh, dinner table, hey, you got to eat beans and here's why. So eating beans to tackle the climate crisis, it sounds a little bit odd. Tell me the thinking behind this campaign, Beans is How. Who knew beans could save the world, right? It does sound funny, but when you dig in, this really is a simple, practical way that all of us can help combat the overwhelming and often intangible climate change crisis. So, you know, how can we mitigate greenhouse gases, solve world hunger? Beans is how, is what these uh, people say. That's the name of the movement, and it's backed by a host of environmental organizations, including like Bezos Earth Fund and Google's food advocacy arm. Uh, You know, beans are yummy, they're healthy, they're cheap, and it's one of the planet's most sustainable protein sources. So um, you mentioned it it emits a fraction of the greenhouse gases of other proteins, including um, eggs, seafood, dairy, meat, even grains. Beans also require less water and land. Um, So the idea is if we eat more beans, peas, and legumes in our diet, that we'll eat less of other foods that require more resources to make. It's a different approach than, say, the push for veganism, wanting everyone to become a vegan tomorrow. It's just not realistic, right? But it's pretty easy for most people to just add some more beans to their diet. And that small change could make a big difference. And when we're talking about the environmental benefits of beans, compare, if you will, the production of beans, for example, to the production of meat. So some calculations show replacing beef with beans translates to a 75% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. And when you look at land use, more than a quarter of the world's terrestrial surface is being used for livestock. Cattle require about 20 times more land than beans for an equivalent gram of protein. A complete shift from beef to bean consumption in the U.S. would free up as much as 40 percent of cropland. You know, there's a housing crisis right now. That sounds like a lot of land people could live on. And beans actually help soil soil health, too, um, because their roots contain nitrogen. So that means using less fertilizer, and that's less runoff that can impact water quality. So... There are nutritional benefits, and there are also benefits in terms of your wallet. We all see our grocery bills going up. So I'm imagining, in addition to being healthy, beans can help you save money? 
Yeah, that's right. Um, and they're, they really are a powerhouse of nutrition, um, heart healthy and, you know, very economical. Most beans contain only 2% to 3% fat, no cholesterol. They even help you lower your cholesterol because they have so much fiber and help you feel fuller longer because of that. Um, about 20% protein and they're high in complex carbs. Um, they're also rich in B vitamins and iron. So really good for you. Um, and I don't know about you, but my grocery bill has been insane recently. It is. I always go, what did I buy? What did I buy? <laughs> yeah, since hearing, I heard about this campaign last year from um, the director at the South by Southwest Festival um, in Austin, and I made an effort since then to eat more beans, and I have really noticed a difference in my grocery bill. We see inflation in a lot of food categories, but beans are are pretty affordable. They're holding fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And surprisingly, it's also made me lose weight. <laughs> oh, there you go. Another uh, a good side effect there. So we will be back after the break. We're going to go deeper into some delicious ways to incorporate beans into your next meal. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. So you might not think of fine dining when you think of beans, but part of this campaign is highlighting bean dishes at high-end restaurants across the country. So tell us about a restaurant you visited in Raleigh and what is the chef cooking up with beans? So I don't know if you've been there. It's called Mandolin and Five Points. Have you ever been? I have. I have. It's very good. Yes. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for those who haven't, it's uh, a creative twist on Southern fair and actually went there for my wedding anniversary before this story. Um, But I was able to sit down with the chef there, Sean Fowler, who's doing really cool things. Um, Everything is locally sourced. They even have their own farm where they grow a lot of crops for the restaurant. And their menu changes with the season, so with what's fresh um, and local. And he prepared some dishes that use beans um, for me to try. Do you like hummus? I do, yes. I'm a big hummus fan. I eat it a lot. Um, He made a hummus with black-eyed peas. Oh, okay. um, And it gave it this richness that I really love, um, maybe even more than the chickpea version, actually. Um, Herbs in there really gave it a lot of flavor. He also made a spicy dal, so that's with, um, but he used field peas instead of lentils and tomatoes, so that's kind of a curry flavor over basmati rice and butter beans. He uses those a lot in dishes, Um, but instead of cooking them with something like pork fat, he used umami seaweed, gave it a really savory flavor. Um, And I was really surprised to see the depth of flavor in these dishes and how versatile beans can be. Even seen it in desserts, believe it or not. Sounds weird, but it's it's better than it sounds. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of creative things going on with beans if you know where to find the recipes. So what are some easy ways for people at home who are not chefs (laughs) to incorporate these into their diets? We can't all be Sean Fowler, um, but the hummus he made is actually super easy. You just basically throw things in a food processor. So, and you can, there's tons of recipes online. If you have a food processor, you can even make it any flavor you like, you know, tangy, spicy. Um, I'm a convenience person. I really like grab and go. I like things that are easy, that don't make a mess. Um, Black bean quesadillas are a staple because you can make a few whenever you make them for dinner and they heat up really nice for lunch. Right. And I also love, like, Progresso has this lentil soup just in a can and it's so good. Um, But I pour it over rice, put a little pepper jack, hot sauce. 
boom, tuck, Tupperware to take to work. So there's just a lot of different things, you know, and it's it's not just beans, you know, maybe you're like, I don't like kidney beans or something you like that. You can mix them with things. Right. Chickpeas, um, we're talking, you know, green beans. There's all sorts of options. Like I said, I think some moms are going to be playing this podcast for their kids, you know, <laughs> at dinner time about when they serve beans. So, okay, I got to ask the question. A lot of people think beans give you gas. Is that something that is true or is that an old wives tale? So I spoke with a nutritionist about this, um, and there are some myths floating around there that might give people some hesitancy around beans. I know, you know, it's just kind of one of those funny (laughs) phrases you hear as a kid. Um, But if you don't eat a lot of fiber in your diet right now and start eating a ton of beans, you might experience some gas when you first incorporate your systems there. Yeah, (laughs) Right. But not getting enough fiber isn't healthy. Um, And as you eat more, um, you can incorporate it slowly too. Maybe you don't have to switch to all beans all the time at once. Sure. Um, You know, then your system will adjust. and It's really not a big difference for most people. Our guts also have this microbiome. It's like really important for health. And that prevents a lot of not fun side effects. Um, so so really, most people with healthy diets that include beans don't won't don't have, have a problem with gas. them. Well, you yeah. have you have laid out a great case for beans. Liz, thank you so much for breaking this down for us. Please take a minute and give us a five star rating in Apple Podcasts. Your rating and review will help our listeners find the show. We appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening to the WRAL Daily Download.